East Ave Church Loop Podcast, keeping you in the loop. Friday, December 13th, 2019, not space shuttle safe. And this is Jeremy. And welcome to the podcast. I tell you, we've got some great stuff coming up here in the next few weeks, and uh, and I'm excited to talk about it. I am too. I think that, uh, you know, each week we've got, you know, it's like we're leading up. We're, we've got more stuff coming. We, we peel back more of the veil, as it was, about our events as we move forward so that now it's like, ooh, we're deeper into January this week. I thought we were just talking about announcements. Oh, we are. Oh, we are. Okay, I get confused sometimes. <laughs> you know, one of the one of the great things that's coming up that we're we're organizing for right now is our safe space weeks. Now, contrary to popular belief, this is not about space shuttle travel <laughs> no, and being safe doing that. That is true. It's we, a, it's about actually, providing a shelter. We don't know that much about the safety of space travel other than you should be inside and not outside. Yeah, that's generally a, a good guideline to go by. But safe space is about a traveling winter shelter. Yeah, and it uh, it's about keeping people alive and uh, really give, giving people a, a sense of humanity. Well, being safe in space is also about keeping people <laughs> alive. <laughs> but this, this is about keeping people uh, dry, dry while they're alive. sleeping yeah. at night. The Safe Space Winter Shelter is a traveling shelter for people who live outside. It's a low barrier shelter. That means that you, you don't need uh, to, to qualify so much. The qualifications are pretty low. Low barrier, not no barrier, but low barrier in that you have to be able to get along with people for, you know, the, the 10 hours they're together. Or I, I might be out. You probably <laughs> are, based upon your behavior at staff meeting. But uh, the idea is that, you know, it, it can be daunting, I mean, especially this time of year. So to, to get into one of the, the shelters that you have to pass a drug test, some of them have to be, depending on the drug, they got to be off of whatever they're taking for like, 10 days right which which can be a problem when you have issues with addiction uh, issues with addiction living outside one of the ways that people cope with being outside is living inside of your addictions right so many times when i go out and uh doing street pastors i actually get the question hey when's safe space starting because they start rotating around churches about this time yeah and so uh it's always it's always great to be able to say hey if you can get uh you know down to the jesus center and uh by six o'clock i think it is they, uh, they, they do check in yeah. this year on fair street oh wow yeah okay they've actually got a permanent place coming so this is the last year that they will be a traveling shelter. Oh, wow. So Safe Space will have a uh, their own space down on Fair Street, uh, across from, like, the Recycle Center down there. Okay, yeah. And uh, that's where they're going to they're gonna do check-in down there. But because the, you know, the city has their processes, right. they cannot occupy the building until they go through all the permitting processes. So, right. 
they they're going to be able to do four weeks there and the rest of the weeks they're going to to need churches which is why they're going to be here december 29 yeah and so they're going to be here uh for actually two weeks this year uh, which uh pushes our uh you know after christmas start back a week but we're happy to uh, be helpful to the city um to the homeless population in that way and so uh, we still have signups for that if you want to help out in our lobby on Sundays. Right now we're doing signups for the first week. The, right. The second week has traditionally been uh, Bidwell Press Week. Uh, we usually take all of this stuff from here over to Bidwell Presbyterian. But uh, they have a conflict this year, but they are all about making the meals for that week. Oh, so, fantastic. So they'll be in. They're not, they, they weren't, they are not abandoning safe oh, space. Oh, of course not. So, but so they'll be in, and and so we're more worried about covering the first week than the second week, and yeah, there there are signups. You can talk to Jenny; she's uh, all over it. Yeah, and she's probably absolutely if you've uh, put your name on a list. Right. So, uh, so that's good. Why why would we want to participate in this kind of a thing? It really upsets our our weekly schedule. Well, I think that it's important for us to remember that. Uh, We've been blessed um, with a building, with uh, people that are compassionate, and it's and because of that, we don't believe that there's scarcity of resources because we're the people of God, and so therefore, we want to care for those who are in need. And so uh, that compassion that Christ has for us overflows out of our hearts, and we uh, use that love to serve others. Yeah, I believe the, uh, the biblical wording is the least of these. Absolutely. And these are people that we, you know, generally for the rest of the year, we might complain about. (laughs) (laughs) But not that week. (laughs) (laughs) Not that week. Well, this week we're doing biblical things. Yes. So we want to be, want to be a part of the the whole Bible thing. So yeah, it's, it is a, it is a big deal. And it, if you are not used to, to working with people who, who live outside this is a great opportunity, whether you want to serve some food or be a part of the cleanup crew on uh, in the morning time. Right. There's a lot of, of time that you can come in and be a part of a big team in a in a safe place. So it's uh, it's good stuff. So come see us in the lobby or send us an email. We'd right. love to hear from you. Right. So, you know, because of that, we, you know, mentioned that we're going to um, – pushback when we're restarting our groups uh, for January. But, uh, you know, this next week is going to be our our last meeting for uh, quite a few weeks because Tuesday nights uh, we normally have our family uh, night and we have uh, dinner and we do all those great things. December 17th, yeah. this Tuesday, is going to be our last one for a while. December because 17th? Yeah, because the next Tuesday is... Rock around the Christmas tree. I thought it was the 24th. It is. That's when we do it. We do it on the 24th? Yeah, on the 24th. Christmas Eve. So this, you know, next Tuesday is going to be the last Tuesday um, that we're going to have in 2019. And so we'll, we'll get to say... We'll we'll be back next year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, we'll you know we'll just have a few weeks off, and then we're gonna get started uh, going again on uh, the week of January thirteenth. But January fourteenth is that Tuesday that we're okay, gonna ha- come back. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So no, I am so I'm way ahead of myself. You're, you're always ahead of yourself. So December seventeenth is our last 
family night, Tuesday family night. So right. we, we're going to do dinner, and then we will have youth group, which that'll be the youth our group Christmas, Christmas party. Yeah, our Christmas party. Is there any preparation the kids need to, to do? Um, to uh, to be ready yeah. to have fun is okay. the preparation they, they need, need to, to do. watch Elf specifically before they come? No, I think they'll be okay. Okay. So... You got that going on. We'll have the the kids uh, club fifteen. We have uh, adult small groups going on. Right. So all that's going on this week. But then we're gonna we're gonna take some time off now on the twenty fourth for the rock around the tree Christmas Eve. Yeah. That's a that's a big deal around here. It is. It start get started at five p.m. Okay. Everybody comes into the gym. We're going to have uh, some times of singing uh, Christmas carols, decorating cookies. Uh, we've got some great videos that we always have that are a part of that. And then um, we're going to have a lot of fun singing together and uh, preparing our hearts for Christmas. It's uh, one of the things that I just love about Christmas Eve here. Yeah, it is more fun than it should be. I think that's uh, why we, we can only do it once a year. That's right. It's a it's a family event. We have uh, you know the the video clips. We start with Santa. We end with Jesus. If uh, if you need your Christmas fix, this is definitely it. It needs to be a part of your month or your your Christmas month. Right. I mean, think about it as the culmination. This is going into your your big celebration, and uh, and that's a big deal. You got to be a part of uh, of something like that. I think to make. Uh, to, to really put a highlight on Christmas on on the right syllables, right? Right. And my kids think of this as the beginning of Christmas is yeah. is coming to the church, um, you know, getting their uh, getting the sugar. We actually make a night of it. We go and we look at lights and uh, and do all of that kinds of fun after service. And so we just make it, you know, just kind of a part of you know a kickoff. And then my can- kids can't sleep all night because you know Christmas is coming the next morning. Right. So. so you you open gifts actually Christmas morning. Yes, we do. I'm I'm probably calling CPS on you. I that's, know my uh, you cool. know all we all we give them the night before is uh, socks and the cold that they deserve. <laughs> Actually, that's that's at a premium now. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, we'll just switch to rocks. There you go. I think that'd be better. So yeah, that's uh, that's a part of ours too. We we love to come and and hang out with our with our church family, with our family, and uh, and celebrate the the birth of Jesus. And it really gives us, you, you know, it kind of takes the commercialism out of out of uh, Christmas and uh, yeah. Puts it in the right frame of mind. I love it. So, yeah, come. 5, 5 p.m. Uh, bring your family. Bring your friends. It's good stuff. So, all that is coming. I'm uh, pretty excited about that. One other thing that's uh, actually something that I went and saw this week is um, a, uh, a 3D printer for homes. Right. I, this is something that uh, a friend of mine, uh, Tim Vander Hayden, uh, he is... Um, Involved with uh, with the Torres Shelter, he's the president of their board, and uh, and and a, and a guy that thinks outside the box. And uh, we were talking uh, several months ago, and we're talking about the idea of maybe being able to take in a uh, a 3D printer, like a big a one big enough to build a house. Right. And uh, he actually went down to Chico State to the engineering department and had a, a senior project do this. 
and uh, and I saw it uh, working. I I got to see pictures of it at a presentation, and then uh, they today they actually uh, showed it off uh, oh, down, wow. uh, down on campus. I didn't get to go, but uh, Tim sent me video from it. It's really impressive. The idea is that it it uh, squirts out a bit of concrete as it goes around and makes a path, and then we'll make another path on top of that. This one is a prototype. It makes uh, 10 by 10 uh, you know, boxes, and it runs on an Arduino, if, you, if you're familiar with that. It's a, it's a little bitty computer <laughs> that it runs on, and it, and it uh, is able to print this, uh, this home size uh, scale. It's, I'm totally impressed with, uh, with what they're doing. And the idea is that, uh, as I think about this, that uh, living inside is something that uh, that the price on that keeps going up and up and up. And one of the things that uh, that I get frustrated with is the way that we've decided to handle this as a society is to throw a bunch of money at developers. And uh, that way, the, the developers will go out and they'll build, you know, apartment buildings that are that are really nice and the price keeps going up. And people can't afford to live in those either. They can't afford to live in those, but the, uh, the government will, will buy down the cost of that so that we can get some people in it. It keeps the price artificially high. And then, uh, then there's a, a group of people that are able to get in. But, uh, but if you want to be on the housing list, I was hearing uh, last week that the housing list in Chico is eight years long. Oh wow! So that's so the, so. Sign up when you're 15. <laughs> right? How in the world is anybody gonna live inside at this rate? So the problem is, is that there's just not enough money to fix homelessness in this way, or to to make sure that families live inside. This may not be the the final answer for everybody, but it is uh, a a really great idea to build some small footprint homes in uh, in a way that we can get people to live inside. Yeah, I, and I love the idea of uh, putting these on uh, in a container and sending them all over the world, uh, chasing disaster after disaster, being able to print homes and and uh, be a part of something bigger than uh, than just you know, building homes here for people. Yeah, absolutely. I love all of that. And I love, I love the technology and, and being able to use Chico State. He's going to keep doing it. He's, uh, he's doubling down and uh, they're going to do the next level of, uh, of development this next year. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I've always been impressed with Chico State's engineering department. I had a student part of my church one time who was, uh, he was making a solar powered projector to send uh, to uh, places in Africa where, and the idea was to do instruction through those projectors. He was building prototypes for that. And that's actually what the Jesus film uses now is that same idea. Same idea. Yeah. Uh, there's a, what's the, uh, what's the magazine in town? The, the video. Why can't I remember what it's called? There's a, a really, a, a, a nationally known magazine that's published out of Chico. Um, see if I can find it. It's a, uh, it, it it's on uh, on uh, video and photography and uh, probably video maker okay. video maker magazine. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually printed here, and the people that do that they have a nonprofit 
that works alongside them and works right out of their building. And uh, what they do is they'll go into all kinds of crazy places around the world and uh, teach people about clean water and about um, hygiene and food and grow growing uh, food and things like that, things to improve their society. They're, they're filming it there and then they're putting them on these little bitty projectors that run on batteries that are that are uh, uh, solar powered batteries and they're yeah. running these projectors in uh, places where they you can't get electricity in to improve the lives of the people who live way out in the middle of nowhere so they're doing this all over the world and uh, I got a, got a chance to see everything fits in this little bag I, my lunch wouldn't fit in this bag <laughs> <laughs> it's so small and uh, they're taking those things all over the world I'm I'm, uh, I'm super impressed yeah. actually yeah it's awesome Oh yeah. So there's lots of lots of great stuff going on, and uh, you know we need engineers because all they can do right here. really cool stuff. I thought all that Chico State students did was get drunk. No, they they do that, they, and then they engineer, and then they and engineer they, yeah. really cool stuff that changes the world. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, we kind of forgot to talk about Tree of Joy now. We have a tree in the lobby that has gift ideas for kids in our church that, well, their parents are going to need a little extra help this season in providing some, uh, some Christmas joy under the tree. And so the idea is that you come in, you take a one of those... Uh, They're tags with... Tags. What the, uh, what the kid's looking for, or their Christmas, you know, wish list, and... Um, and you grab the tag off the tree. Right. You write your name on uh, on part of the tag on that the that tears that off. Rips off. Yeah. yeah, and you put that into the uh, offering box on the back, and then you bring the gift back unwrapped. Uh, we wrap it, make sure it gets to the uh, to the parents so that they can give it to the kids. And you need to bring it back by December twenty second. Right now, so the. Uh, the offering box is on the back wall of the sanctuary. It is not in the lobby, but if you just walk right. into the sanctuary right through the front doors there, the, the middle doors in the sanctuary, just turn left, do a little button hook, and it's right there. Right. And uh, if you bring them unwrapped, uh, we don't wrap them. We give them to the, to the parents with some wrapping paper right. and send them home. Let the parents give it. Yeah, exactly. This isn't from the church. We are giving it to the parents to give to their children. So absolutely love that. So if, if you're participating in that, uh, thank you very much. That's uh, that is really a, a great gift to be able to give to these kids and uh, and to the parents. But uh, yeah, that's that's good stuff. Have your stuff here by the 22nd so that we can get them to the parents, please. So yeah, just bring them for church. Yep, we good. Now, last week we talked about animals in the services. Yes, we did. So, uh, it, I think things went pretty well this week. Yeah, you know, we, we were just asking that uh, unless your uh, animal is a working service animal, um, you know, meant to, uh, to help somebody with, who is differently abled, um, you know, unless they are that and they are certified to do so, you know, we were asking to not, you know, to leave 
the animals that are not certified in that way home. Right. The uh, a lot of people are uncertain about what the what the laws are, what we what we have to do, what's the moral thing to do. Right. And and in fact, in the in the large scheme of things, we're dog people. Exactly. We like dogs. Look, dogs are great. Uh, my dog's here in the office right now. He is. I uh, being being generally bored with our podcast. Absolutely. Again. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is that when we get together as a large group, the important thing is for the uh, highly trained service dogs that uh, that they would be able to be there with their human companions and not have. Um, a lot of other distractions around. Uh, sometimes people's dogs are, even though they, they may have some kind of a, a, a paper trail, they might have some kind of a certification, they, they do not qualify as service animals, even though they're companion animals. Right. And so because of that, we just think the best thing to do is to, to leave your, uh, your animal at home come to church we will be your companions we'll love on you so uh, and as long as you don't talk to jeremy it'll probably be just fine yeah absolutely if you just <laughs> avoid me you'll feel you'll feel great when you leave i always feel better <laughs> when i avoid you so that uh yeah i i'm uh, i'm thankful because our folk that uh, have uh, animals that are companion animals and uh and they've done a, a great job of uh of, of hearing us because I always feel like we need to communicate that very well. Absolutely. Uh, we don't hate your animal. Um, that's not the, it's not the point. Unless, unless you have a service cat. Yeah. Then, then you just, yeah, don't. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, we've actually had people say, this is my, it's my service cat when they came to church. Cat, cats don't want any, to do anything for you. Yeah. They want you to do things for them. So, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I'm. I am thankful. So if uh, if you have heard our cry and have uh, inconvenienced yourself by by leaving your uh, your dog at home for service times, uh, I am thankful. And uh, and it's it's something that we that we do. We we really don't like telling people what to do. I mean, I know we're a church. We're supposed yeah. to to tell people what to do, but we would rather inspire people to uh to do the right thing rather than just be told right that's <laughs> the kind of <laughs> kind of people we are so anyway uh you want to talk about your fantasy loss this week um no 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 i'd, I'd rather not uh, discuss about, that how about your other fantasy loss nope not how that about, one either how about uh the the two leagues that uh, you didn't actually make the playoffs you know either. i i don't even want to talk about the one where i'm still in the playoffs <laughs> That's how humble I truly humble. am. Now, see, the reason why you're in four leagues is so that you can run your mouth in at least one most of the time. Absolutely. But uh, but, but, but not me, on our podcast I where see. we are giving people information about how the kingdom of God is at work. I see. I see. Well, the kingdom of God is not at work in your fantasy team. No, no. So, so we leave that out of this. Okay. 
That's uh, that's good to hear. You've found some humility in the last. Uh, no, few weeks, absolutely so. not. No, no, no. I only so found. This is fake. I only found players to blame <laughs> for my loss. <laughs> yes. Well, we always have that, and you know something I have learned from all of my 49er fans. Oh. The a little phrase that gets me by this time of year is that when Richard Sherman's on our team, we love him. <laughs> Is that it? No, it's oh. very similar. It goes like this, and it usually starts in week two or week three. Oh. Just wait till next year. Oh, right. Right, right. Yeah. yes. So uh, They have been saying that for a while. That's right. This was the year they were talking about. Oh, well, at least now we know. So far. What next year was. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of, uh, I think, a lot of upset people when the playoffs roll around, and they get to experience what I have experienced as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. There's always a team just a little bit better than yours yeah. waiting for you in the playoffs. There's a, there's a lot of parity in the league generally. There is a ton in the playoffs. Yeah, well, and it's not always the best team that wins. It's the team that has the best day. The team that's the best day and matches up well against your team. Yeah. So well, but I am I am thankful for all of my 49er fans that have uh, paid attention at least to the podcast up to uh, 28 minutes. Yeah. Wow. That's, oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Right. So that's uh, that is good. Thank you very much. Um, how about our Raider fans? Oh, they they stopped listening a long, long time ago. That's right. I have learned long suffering from my Raider fans. It's true. My friends that are Raider fans. So yeah, and now they now they set their hopes off in Las Vegas. <sighs> that's that's it's gonna weird. be hard. It's right? weird. It's weird. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I don't like any of that as a uh, as a lifelong. Yeah, Seattle Supersonics fan. Oh, no, no. I'm not? No, you're a transfer for all your Seattle teams. Don't even. Now, see, in order for me to be a transfer, I would have to have had another NBA team before that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't. Because you were an Oilers fan. And then you became a Seahawks fan. Oh, yeah, I was an Oilers fan, fan, and then they, they, they left me. They just became the Tennessee Titans. Ah, and that that's just it's a horrible thing, but at least the NFL leaves the 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 record with the city. Yeah, because the now, NBA you, now doesn't. you can be a Houston Texans fan. But it's not the yeah, I, I don't think it I don't think it transferred to the Texans. I don't know. That's a good question. But I know in the NBA, you take the whole history and you pretend it wasn't where it used to oh, be. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that how, uh, you know, obscurely Utah it has the jazz? Because Utah's known for its jazz? Right. <laughs> at least they, t- they, took, they took everything with them, at least. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. Yeah, those, those Utah people love Woo! their jazz. <laughs> they just, I always think about, man, if I could get to Utah for the jazz scene... That would be just a pilgrimage for somebody who loves and plays jazz music. That is true. That is true. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much. We'll see you this weekend. We have services again this weekend. It seems uh, we're always doing that every weekend. Yeah, I think so. So, that was a phone. So, 6 p.m. on Saturdays, 9 and 11 on Sundays, and uh, we will treat you right. 
more Christmas music coming your way. Absolutely. All right. So God bless you guys, and we'll see you on the flip side.